0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Riding in the Pine. Jack are here with you, and thanks so much for joining us for another show. We've got a great one in store for everyone at home. If you didn't check out the last episode, go check that one out, episode 295 with Cam Gregory of St. Francis. But today we've got another great episode with another member of St. Francis in whistler Sanit. A really awesome episode as he shares a little bit about his career with St. Francis and also a little preview into this upcoming season. So make sure that you sit back and relax and enjoy this one as it's Whistler Shannon from St. Francis coming up right now on Ride in the Pine. And I'm here with current men's basketball player at St. Francis University, Whistler Shannon. Whistler, great to get you on the show today, my friend. How's it been going? It's going good, my guy.
1: Appreciate you for having me. Uh it's been a great summer so far. Looking forward to getting
0: ready for the season. Yeah, man. I know. Uh, well, I know that you guys have been awfully busy during the summer in the uh, in the gym. And something actually just came to mind. I know you guys just had, if I'm not mistaken, your St. Francis basketball camp. And I saw you an awful lot on the social media. You seem to absolutely. love uh, You love the basketball. Camp. I want I want to hear just how excited do you get for things like that where you can, you know, get involved with the community, give back to younger generation and teach the game of basketball.
1: I love being with the kids. I love being around them. I feel like they match my energy. they're always so happy. They just want to be around good people and have some fun. Um, luckily, like my team we of course won the championship. So me and my little peewees, you know, we got stuff done that weekend. So I was it was a, it was a great event. Um, I got to teach them a lot of different stuff um every every day uh through stations, through coaching them even just like helping kids uh, be a better person and understand like what's really, what really goes on in basketball and anything, anything that we do, it's all revolved around having fun.
0: Well, it's important, man. Yeah. It's important to, to definitely share that with a younger generation to, you know, remind them that at the end of the day, you know, you're out there having fun and you're enjoying it. Um, now, That's all it is. Now, did Coach Krimmel, I have to ask, did Coach Krimmel give you any sort of like props or some, you know, sort of congratulations? I mean, your team won. So you had to get something, right? We got snow cones. Okay. You know? All
1: right. The whole team got snow cones. Coach Krim gave us, he gave us a little speech at the end. He gave us our congratulations. You know, just when it was more than enough.
0: Yeah, man. Well, that's great, and plus you have bragging rights too. You get to exactly. bra- you get to brag with your other teammates that you're the best player coach on the team. I mean, I'll, I, I I will go ahead and say that. Uh, I I might you know I'll have to ask Dave Musel if it's okay to say that on broadcast, but <laughs> maybe not. But uh, I want to uh, I want to jump into this summer, obviously, still because you guys have a lot of new guys on your team, right? I think that's kind of been maybe the big theme going into this off season. A lot of guys leave, a lot of guys come in. What have you kind of noticed has been unique about this new group of players coming in? I mean, what is it that maybe stands out to you so far about them?
1: I feel like we're all so versatile and everybody's willing to learn and we're all going out there. We all have the same exact goal. I feel like, every, I feel like this team, we're very, very versatile and we have a lot of people that can play a lot of different positions. So I feel like our energy on the court is gonna be way higher because we're all so young, and I feel like it's gonna help us in like many different ways, especially on the court. Uh, I feel like this year we'll be able to play more 94 feet. I feel like everybody on our team this year sure can guard. I feel like we have a lot of we have a lot of good great pieces for us to be great.
0: Well, I think it's exciting that you guys have a bunch of players that can do a bunch of different things, right? I mean, yeah. when you've got a a bunch of guys that can do a, a wide variety of things, it it starts to make things real creative for your coaching exactly. staff to do different things offensively. But I want to get into your career and, and just kind of walk through how we got to where we're at today. What led you to coming to St. Francis?
1: Um, I would say it started my maybe my junior year of high school uh, when I was attending politics. Yeah uh coach Helton and Coach um, Umar, a former coach here, um, they would come to my open gyms and they'll come watch me play a lot. Um I came up for a visit and then things didn't line up as it as I wanted it to line up. And I wind up taking a different route. But I wind up coming back. Uh I went to prep school and had coach 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 Helton, Coach Umar, they had came back and started recruiting me more. And from the jump, I already knew that I loved the place. The family environment is not too big. It's not noisy around here. Loretta was nice and quiet. I feel like it was a great place for me to go to just lock in for school and basketball and to handle what I need to handle to be great. And I felt like this was the great place. We have great coaches. Um, All of our coaches are very friendly. They're family-like. I, I think of all of them as my own blood, and they t- they think of me as the same. I can go into Coach Crim's office whenever I need, whenever I need help to talk, anything, and that's what all of our coaches. And I think I think it was a great, great family environment, and I, it was it's a it's a place that I feel like I can really grow up and become that man that I want to be.
0: Well, you definitely went into it with a fantastic mindset, you know, looking at it of, you know, where can I, like you said, become a man, you know, grow up and, and become somebody and an individual and, you know, flourish into a human being to, you know, whatever I want to do. Right. I think a lot of guys, when they're looking at schools, they say, where am I going to play? Where am I going to play? Where am I going to play? And no matter what level you get to, eventually – you know age kicks in let's just face it right and so you're going to you. have to put it down at some point so i think it's great that you you went into it with that wide that wide array of things to think about and not just, you know, cause some guys they like to, which is fine, but they eventually I think figured out that eh, it's not, not always, not always the the best way to go about it, but I'm Maybe. sure there were some adjustments you had to make, you know, not only in college life, but on the basketball court, right? I mean, just going from high school to college and the division one level at that, what did you think was kind of the biggest adjustment you had to make, you know, in basketball and off the court as well? I feel like um, on the
1: court. I feel like it's a very different speed. Uh, College basketball, I feel like it's so much faster. You have to be uh, so much stronger and aggressive. You have to uh, think at like a higher mindset. Um, I feel like that was the biggest thing for me for changing, learning how to play slow and play fast, changing my pace, uh, being ready to be to knock down shots. Because I feel like coming out of high school, I was more of an on-ball type of guy, and I always had the basketball in my hands, and I feel like college, it really brings out different sides of you, and I had to learn how to play off the ball because, of course, the ball is not going to be in my hands 24-7, so I, I, I feel like those were some of the biggest ones of being on the court and how it changed from high school or prep school to D1 basketball, and off the court, I feel like I've always been the same. I feel like I'm always outgoing. I feel like I—you should give everything in life a chance, you know. Never, never put all your eggs in one basket. So I feel like just to be being the person I am, and how outgoing I am, and happy, I feel like that would just take me um, anywhere I need to go in life outside the basketball court.
0: Well, again, that's another aspect that you know we haven't touched on yet is that sometimes guys they they can't you know adjust to you know, college life in general, just being away from home, you know, it's mom and dad aren't doing your laundry anymore. I mean, that was the biggest thing for me. I mean, well, one of the biggest things was, you know, I didn't have my mom ask you if I had dirty clothes. It was me looking and seeing I had dirty clothes. So it was, uh, (laughs) it's, it's the reality (laughs) check that I think every young man and woman needs to have in life. Uh, because if not, Uh, You don't want to have to deal with it when you're 30 or 35 years old. But I know that last year was obviously a big year for you individually because you got a lot of time etched out a really, really nice role for yourself. Made your college debut on November 7th. And I would love to hear just what that experience was like for you. I mean, just what it was like hearing that your name had been called, you know, to come to the scores table. And then you get in there and then you're out there. Oh, my gosh. Um, I actually
1: remember, I remember once I got subbed in, he had called my name. I was already. I was clapping. I was cheering. Yeah, I called my name. I looked over. My eyes got real big. So I ran to the score table. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little nervous. I felt a little, a little bit of pressure. But at the end of the day, I just, I just know what I'm capable of, and I know I have like, I have great guys. I mean, great coaching staff. So I know if I messed up, I wouldn't be cruci. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be uh, thought thought differently of if I made a mistake or had a bad turnover. I feel like. They all just picked me up. So once I got checked in, I knew off rip that I defense bringing the energy and I knew what what I needed to bring to the table out there, whether it was defense, passing, scoring, anything to get our team hyped up and get us going. And I felt like it was was a great moment. I came in. I remember I got my first bucket and first half from a past. It was, it was, it was a great, it was a great day.
0: Very yeah. exciting. It sounds like a day that you'll uh, definitely always remember. I mean, Hey, the first time you ever step foot on a, on a court at the division one level. I mean, that's pretty cool, man. That, that, that's, that's yeah. a very, very cool experience. Now I know going into this year, you're one, it's a, another, again, a very unique situation. You're one of the returning guys. You're one of if you will, one of the older guys and you're a sophomore, right? I mean, a lot of other situations you'd still be, you know, considered one of the new guys, but with that being said, I'm sure that also has opened the door for your role to increase and your responsibilities offensively and defensively to increase. How do you see that increase? I mean, where in particular, do you see your role really starting to take off this year?
1: I think, I think my role is going to have, is going to step up in a lot of different ways, scoring the ball, of course, defense, defense, but of course, uh, trying to get the younger guys uh, to realize how it is on the college level, knowing that this is their first year and they were in the same position I was in last year. So, for sure, being more of a leader and making sure we keep everybody inside the same circle and nobody nobody strays away, and always being there for for different people for whatever situation it is, especially. You know, if you have a question about our uh, the defense we're running or any plays, making sure that everybody everybody's on the same page. And I feel like for me that would be a, a big deal this year being a leader because I know obviously I'm a sophomore and I have more knowledge than the younger guys do. So keeping my composure and staying, staying nice and healthy so I can uh, be that leader for the team this year.
0: It's definitely a unique situation. I mean, you know, like I said, you don't really see a, a team where there's a lot of, you know, leaders that are sophomores, right? I mean, uh, uh, they're, they're, exactly. Yeah, you usually say, oh, yeah, there's a couple seniors, but, you know, not not necessarily the case, right? So it, especially guys that are coming back that that saw significant time. So you kind of sit there and you say that that really opens the door up for you guys. Now, I would love to also hear with, with the returners, if you will, have you guys gotten amongst yourselves, sat down and said, okay, gentlemen, what's what's our expectations? How do we want to see this year playing out? And, and how do we take it upon ourselves to be essentially young leaders?
1: Exactly.
0: Um, I actually have. We, we've
1: had a few conversations about it, whether it was driving to get some food or just playing one-on-one in the gym or getting shots up. We We've talked about it a lot. And we all have one goal and we want to play until March. You know, I feel like that's everybody's goal, but I feel like we can really we really have a chip on our shoulder, especially people think we're young, that we're not going to be good. I think I think we're going to wake a lot of people up, whether it's being a young, the youngness of our team. I feel like the returners, I feel like we all have a good feel of what's going on. And it's all about uh, the dog, about heart seeing what uh people got and how we get that out of everybody and i feel like um all of us we all have the same thing in common we all have one goal and we all to. we're all playing for the same reason
0: well i think we can uh also probably agree that and it's funny I actually now that I think of it, you know, uh, I was in a situation when I played basketball where it was mostly freshmen and, and only one sophomore. So it was a very interesting situation. You quickly realize you can't really use the excuse of I haven't played much college basketball. Exactly. It, that goes out the window. You know, you and 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 the rest of the guys that are returners, it's like, "Hey man, you 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 played, you know, 20 plus games last year. You you've had a lot of experience, you know?"
1: Exactly. Coach Krim had told us last year. He said, "After our first 5 games, you said you guys are no longer freshmen. This is no longer new to you guys. You guys are now D one basketball players. You've played in your first few games. You have a you got your feet wet. You know how everything is now. Now it's time to just bring it to another level.
0: Exactly. I mean that's what it really boils down to. It's it's okay, we've got a platform to, to kind of springboard from. Now let's see where we can we can land on next. And I think exactly. that's you know a great way to go about it. And especially going into this year, and I would love to hear just you know, especially with now getting some of these younger guys in what's kind of been the whole collective team's expectation for this year and just what you guys can do as a group.
1: So before we get into our team, before we get into thinking about offense or offensive plays or anything off we have, we set the defensive principles early. That's, that's our first main priority. We, every, every year, I feel like as we we get more and more into the summer, defense, defense, defense is our main priority. I feel like if we can lock in on defense and we get all five guys collectively to all play defense and dig deep, offense will come easily. Fast break, transition steals, rebound. That'll let us play in transition. I know we have a bunch of guys that can hit shots. So defense, us grabbing boards and getting a ball out, that is, that is, that's the best for us.
0: Well, and I think that's the other thing is that you guys also have a game plan of what kind of team you want to be, right? Exactly. I think the teams figure out their identity, maybe not till the last week of the season, you know, and they yeah. say, oh, now we've realized what we are. But you guys are saying, okay, we have an identity. Let's now put this all together and and put these pieces together. I do also know that you actually, and I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but might've had a little, little help in, in having one of these new guys come to St. Francis, Carlos Lopez jr. I know he's a good friend of yours and oh, I would boy. love to hear, I would love to hear just the encouragement. I don't want to say the convincing, I don't know if there was, you know, I don't want to say bribing or anything along those lines, but how did you, and, and maybe what were the conversations leading up to him making that decision to to come to St. Francis?
1: Okay, so I knew Carlos since he was, I would say since Carlos was about 10. And me and his, um, his older brother, we used to always play, we played in the same AU team together. So I would see Carlos every day, You know he's always around. I'm at his house. We're we're really close. So once I heard that he was being um, looked at by St. Francis, I was like, oh, that's that'll be that'll be a great fit for him. And he texted me. Started asking me a little bit of questions. But after after like he texted me the first time, I already knew like I I had a feeling. I had a feeling that he was going to come to St. Francis. And he called me one morning. He asked me, "How you think I would be up there? How you think I would fit?" I, I was out there. I think I, it was gonna. be was a great fit. Um, we got a lot of work to do, for sure. But that's what everybody and I said. I felt like it would be a great fit for you. And that morning, he, he said he was coming to St. Francis, and I couldn't be more more excited. I know how hard he works, out outside the court, um, on the court. I know he is a dog. He's from Jersey. You know. So I already knew that dog came with him and I knew it was a great fit for him. So I was happy. I was really happy when all his hard work finally started to pay off and he, he got his look.
0: Well, that's great, man. And I think it's also for him personally. And again, I don't want to I don't ever want to speak for somebody else, but I'm sure it gives him a little peace of mind knowing like same thing with you. You left home, you know, you're going over into a different state you don't know anybody, you know, it's a very unsettling feeling. Right. And, and so he comes into it and he says, Whistler's there. I know somebody, I'm going to feel a lot more relaxed that then feeds into basketball and it kind of, you know, the dominoes fall from there. So, I mean, I think that, you know, you, uh, your energy is very infectious and I can tell that others gravitate towards it. And I can tell that, you know, that's, you know, and I don't want to jump to conclusions, but this year that can be the the, the heartbeat for this team, right? And yeah. and I want to ask you, is that something that you think that you could be the heartbeat of this team, and maybe you know the the guy that's going to get everybody juiced up and ready to go if it's a two point ball game with two minutes to play?
1: Of course, I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I can do that. Whether it's a two point ball game, thirty point ball game, I feel like every time like I step on the court, there's something that you can control. And I feel like your energy is one of them. That's something you can always do, whether you're having a good shooting game, a bad shooting game. Your energy is always something that carries on. And I feel like a lot of people feed off your energy.
0: Absolutely. And and I mean, you know, just even going back to last year, it was very evident you come in and the game, the, the flow of the game changed. You know, something went not in the other team's favor. And then things started to go in your guys' favor. It was cool. very obvious to watch um, and it was fun to watch. And I'm looking forward to seeing it again this year. Um, And it's been great to hear about you, my friend, and get you on the show before we let you run. I always leave my guests with this and I'll leave you with this as well. I'd love to hear the realization or, or the moment that you had the realization that you could play basketball at the division one level. So for you, when did you kind of have an epiphany and aha moment? You said, I can definitely do this. Um, I would say it was my
1: sophomore, my sophomore year of high school. I realized that this is something that I can potentially do in my life. And I, I, I knew that I can make it knowing like how hard I work. And when I'm, when I want something, I'm very determined. So I would say my sophomore year was the year that I realized that I can play at the next level.
0: Well, my friend, you've definitely taken that and and you've run with it. And I know that you're going to have a great season this upcoming year. Good luck the rest of summer and during preseason. Absolutely. My friend, I appreciate you coming on and uh, excited to see you back out on the hardwood. Yes, sir.
1: Appreciate you.
0: And there he goes, Whistler Sandin, another fantastic episode today, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me here on the bench. Make sure you go check out all other episodes that are out now as we have all 296 shows out on all podcast platforms. Make sure you also go check out some fun videos that we have on the Riding the Pine YouTube channel And also keep your eyes and ears open for when the next episode comes out. I know that these are a little bit random when they are coming out, but I'm very busy, and with my work schedule, they might be a little bit of a random release scheduling, but nonetheless, we'll just rock and roll with it. But as always, folks, thanks so much for joining me here on the bench. And until next time on Right in the Pine, keep on sitting the bench with me.